0: You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far on no, 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 Oh, you are no, such a no, 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 suck-up. No, no. You, you are. defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Jabberknocker Podcast.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jabber Knocker Podcast. As always, it's Nestle Mania. Alongside for the ride is a man that was supposed to go number one,
0: but didn't go till Monday night, J.C. I was in the other pool, man. Just like a lot of these people, you know, people uh, not understand the draft rules, but it was draft week, baby. And it was a lot of fun, a lot of moving and shaking. That's where we're going to start. But I do want to say, I apologize for my voice. It's a little shot between having a little bit of sniffles last week, going to the Pats Bucks game on Sunday. So expect my voice to crack a few times today. He got drunk at the Pats game, folks,
1: and screamed his little heart out. And now he's paying for it. That's pretty much it. But, I mean, my
0: voice is pretty bad before that, but it definitely did I love, not help at I love at all. Tom Brady. Go, Tom Brady. Who doesn't love Tom Brady? Uh, Come Apparently, on, man. half the crowd.
1: Anyway, let's get into the... No, crux that's what of you do.
0: You root for the home team, man. They gave him his little good job, and they said, fuck you, you play for the Bucks. All right, anyway, <laughs>
1: speaking of fuck you, let's get into the draft, which was essentially a fuck you to a lot of people, it seemed like, uh, in, in certain ways. <laughs> But again, I go to my draft analysis board, a.k.a. J.C., and he's going to tell us everything and and why it's spectacular. So we're going to do things a little bit different. We're going to break down the draft right now uh, and then maybe get into the regular part of the show. So, J.C., I will hand it over to you because you are my draft man.
0: Yeah, so we're going to literally run through the order that it went. We're going to start on SmackDown, so night one. And uh, no surprises off the top, WrestleMania, SmackDown takes Roman Reigns. Raw takes Big E. But then you get the little switcheroo here with the – the, the next first-round picks, and that's Charlotte heading to SmackDown despite being the Raw Women's Champion, and Bianca Belair going to Raw. So now we suddenly are in a murky area with the women's titles. So uh, what are your thoughts on this one?
1: So I was excited. Obviously, Ua came first, and that's what it is, and Big E. They, they did the right things with the champions. I do have. Well, well, this is a crux thing for me. I really don't like the way they do the draft specifically, but we can get into that later. But I will say Charlotte going to SmackDown. Yeah, is that what it is? Charlotte going to SmackDown was very surprising to me. But also I thought was interesting, in fact, that I think that if you're going to take Becky away, which we found out later, and Bianca away from SmackDown, you kind of needed to make it be a big freaking deal. And we haven't seen Sasha and we haven't seen, you know, Charlotte do a lot together. Not in a long time. You know, in a long time. And honestly, they held down that division when Bayley or, you know, Becky weren't necessarily putting the world on fire back then. So I thought it was a great move, um, especially with some of the promo work she's been doing lately. I think that she could really, in a two-hour program, be less on my TV. And I think making her more special in a way, because I think Fox might be able to make her feel more special and put her out on different situations. Because on Raw, we know we that shoveler thing or the elevator, whatever, wherever, which way you want to go, up or down. She is uh, everywhere in between. So I was excited for it. We knew that you could predict it with a butter knife that, you know, Street
0: Profits and
1: Bianca specifically were going to Raw. So good on you. Yeah,
0: so there was uh, not, not huge surprises, but obviously some big names going there. Round two um, was a move that we've been waiting for for like a year. That is Drew McIntyre heading to SmackDown. RK-Bro stayed on Raw, no surprise there. But then this was the one that this is the shit that pisses me off. New Day goes to SmackDown, separate from Big E. Raw then gets edge. But here's my thing with this. This is why I have such an... This is the part that bothers me the most with the draft. It is so moronic to draft these people separately, even if you want to, quote-unquote, split them up. Why would Raw, with their number two pick, only take Big E when they could take the New Day and get all of them together? It's so nonsensical. Obviously, I get why they do it, because you want to highlight Big E as the champion, but it's just like, it is so nonsensical... And the fact that you don't have some other rules or reasoning behind it, as opposed to like, oh, well, you know, Rogers didn't want the new day there, but it's like, well, what if Rod took the new day in the next round? Like, it's just, it's, it's so nonsensical and dumb. This is the shit that bothers me more than anything. Um, I am curious to see, cause I really thought they were going to put the new day back together um, with the little reuniting tour, but it seemed like it was just a short-term thing. But uh, I'm curious your thoughts. Cause I just like, that's the thing that pisses me off about the draft more than anything. So I agree with you 100%. I think it's uh, nonsensical. There's a lot of things that I think
1: are nonsensical. Maybe this is the point that I can bring it up very, very, very quickly. I think, so here's, here's what the big difference between a WWE draft and what I thought was awesome about the NFL draft or the NBA draft or anything that matters. When you're watching those draft specials, you're watching people who are not getting, you know, they're not in the dance already. They're getting picked to go somewhere. So for me, I think it's a disconnect specifically when you have like, RKO, we're using a spot for them and they're going nowhere. They're staying on Raw. I think that's stupid. Like, I only care about either somebody switching shows or more importantly, the NXT call-ups, which obviously there are four or five of them that we can talk about. But I think here is, is, is a glaring issue of Big E staying where he is. Ooh, you know, the Usos and Roman Reigns are staying where they are, even though they made a big deal about it. But New Day is, 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 is separate. And I don't think... I think we're, as a fan base, we're more interested as the New Day staying together with Big E kind of leading the pack than we are with the New Day just going, doing the song and dance that they've always done. Now, if Xavier Woods is going to get his moment, and we can talk about that later, then I might be more inclined to get something out of it. But when I watched what New Day was doing on Friday, and, and of course, more importantly, on Monday, I thought to myself they're just generic again. Like, they took some flavor and some interest and they just decided to be like, we know better than you. Fuck it. You know, and that's what it is. It's exactly how you said it, JC. Nobody, there's nonsensical. Is probably the best way to say it because there's so much in this drafting that I think is completely unnecessary and the matches don't matter either but we can get
0: yeah you know. i think well they they use the term draft obviously but it's, it's more of like it's like a reshuffling sure so it's it's kind of like i look at it more as like it's like a fantasy draft like where it's like you already all the players are already there you're just kind of like putting them there but it just it's it is a very weird way to do it i just think like it's harder to like it, this is the least complicated way to do it on tv so i think that's why they do it but um but yeah it's not uh, not a perfect system at all. But in round three here, um, this is a big shocker to me. The first pick of round three, happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. A lot of respect for Corbin. You love to see it. He was kind of disrespected in the last draft. So SmackDown realizing that, like, you know what? Corbin's one of the best things going. We want to hang on to him. Next up, Raw. This is another one. It's like, it's a no-brainer early pick because you're getting two for one. You're taking the Women's Tag Team Champions, Ripley and Ash. They don't have anyone to fight, but... Um, you know, you get two for one, so it's a good deal. But here comes the biggest surprise of the draft so far, and that was here in the middle of round three, SmackDown taking Hit Row, Hit Row. I kind of wanted to see them stay down NXT, but I'm also very excited that I'm more excited for them being on SmackDown than Raw, and then obviously the round finished off with uh, the Bearcat, Keith Lee, so wow. good to see them the big ball. <laughs> wow. He, You know, I, I guarantee you, instead of like, bask
1: in his glory, we're going to get replaced. Like, instead of the glass shatter, we're going to get percent, And it's going to feel like Sable's music without the... Whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> anyway, can I, just, can I say something very specific about Hit Row? I think you kind of know where I'm going with this. This is a panic move. This is an absolute panic move. Hit Row is the most over thing in NXT. They're plucking it going, we need something that sounds and feels real. So we got to make it look cool. And of course, we know that once it gets to the main roster, this thing is going to get cut off in a way that is... I don't think they're going to have the legs. Here's 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 my, here's my logic with everything. I think you will agree with me on this. I'm going to incrementally try to get to see how much you can agree with me until I know you won't agree with me anymore. We both think that Adonis can be thrown out the fucking window, I think, right? Yeah, like, but he's, he's like a fourth man. He's just there. He's just there. He's the guy that does yeah. the beats. You know, it's, it's like yeah. we well, can find anybody to produce them. Then you get to like, okay, B-Fab, which is to me... She, overall the best part of the group the in my part. opinion. So, wait, look. Yeah. Bfab in terms of like presentation, best part of the fucking group. But she's greener than goose shit. She needed to stay down in NXT to get she better in wrestling. Be wrestling though I don't no. think right and away. And here's the thing. The thing is if you don't get reps you don't get better. So I'm hoping that, that this is the part where I'm thinking that's why Natty got shipped over cuz Natty's probably her 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 marching order specifically was like you need to get this woman up to speed cuz this woman is money and you need to do it. But otherwise She's greener than goose shit, and if she's she's she was already exposed in NXT with that that match she had. Both of them, actually, the second match she had, where you know you try to hide it with the extreme rules, you know stip. That didn't help; it made it worse, in my opinion. But then you get to like top dollar, which again. Love you Top Dollar. Can, you can, t- the fact that there's no R is the best part. It's just Top
0: Dollar. But yes, yeah, Top Dollar. He's just he's, he's just a he's just a money sign. He's literally a little. He's print money. no he's a, no way. He honestly he's, he's the, the perfect guy. He's the perfect guy for the tag teams. He's right. the big guy. Right. He's exactly. the hot tag guy. Whatever. But but here's the, and then obviously I think we agree. Swerve's a great wrestler and he's he's stronger with the group. But here's why this I I don't necessarily see it as a panic move. I think it was the same moment for all of us when they did that live performance down at NXT. And that like literally, cause a lot of times you give it to a group, the name hit row and you're like, okay, well, can these guys actually sing like, they say they're all this, but they literally did that concert and they backed it up and we're like, wow, that was an awesome segment. What I think happened is I think people at Fox or whoever saw that and was like them, we want them because we can use them in more than just wrestling. We can put them on this. Like we want them. And I think that's kind of what happened because it's kind of been a rumor that they might get called up for a while. And I was just kind of like, man, I just think they have more growth to do. But I think it's also like they're looking at them and like that you do, you see money with this group because together, like you put all these people individually, they're nothing special. But it's one of those things you put them as a group and there's some sort of chemistry with them, especially, I think, with Swerve and BFAB up front. And then you have Top Doll, like you said, like whatever. And then Adonis, yeah, whatever. But it's still like he's it's part of the group. And I think together they are magic. I am curious how they will present them on SmackDown. I don't want to be too much too soon. But I think the like what, what the media that came to mind is like they're thinking cross promotion with them because they have that musical ability. Like BFAB and Swerve can actually fucking sing. Like, in, like really well. So, I think that they're looking at them like, they really wanted these performers? But, yeah, I think I, we definitely agree that it's too early. I am a little nervous about that because it's the main roster, but the fact they're going to SmackDown makes me feel a little better than if they are going to Raw.
1: I, you know, it's funny. We can talk about this more, but I think the tag team division got way overloaded on SmackDown. Now I just went, well, the Viking Raiders and all the other people will talk about it, but, like, there's a lot of tag teams on SmackDown, and I just thought on Raw... It's just. I don't it, know they have RK
0: Bro. They have the Street Profits. Right, but besides that, I don't know. yeah, well, they have Ray hit, and Dominic. Maybe, maybe hurt
1: business or whatever. But they like, have Ray
0: and Dominic now in the hurt business. Yeah, but yeah, it definitely was a shuffle. They took a lot of those like real, those kind of like yeah, those athletic teams and switched them for Ray and Dominic because they sent Garza and. Oh Ustaff yeah, Shimmy.
1: I forgot about Shimmy. We'll talk about that. yeah.
0: Time. We'll get to them later. That's much later in the draft. So we're going to round four here on SmackDown and. You know, it wouldn't be a show without me getting annoyed with Sony Deville. Naomi, the first pick of round four for SmackDown. Rain Dominic, as we just mentioned, go to Raw. Jeff Hardy goes to SmackDown, which I think is a good move. But then, with the final pick of night one, Austin Theory getting the big spot. And then on Raw, they gave him a little shine, too. So, I think they clearly have some plans for him.
1: I loved it. I mean, honestly, I didn't know what version of uh, Austin Theory we were going to get. And I was so excited because... He he won me over with the way. Obviously, you can say whatever you want about what you found out about him when you Google him, and that's one thing. And we've already talked about that. But the actual wrestler and entertainer portion of it, he's been uh, making us chuckle and doing a great job in the in the way. I was kind of hoping for the whole way to come up, but uh, I mean, if, since he had hit row, but I guess maybe that might have been the whole reason not both factions can leave. Uh, but I was so happy to see him do his thing, and he's only twenty four years old, as he said in his promo, and he's got a lot of main eventing to do, is what he said. So. I mean, I love the cockiness. I love the arrogance. Dude looks like a million bucks. So hopefully, the maturity being in the way for the last year or so has really kind of changed him. Because when he showed up and did random, you know, pandemic shows for Raw or whatever that random CN group was, I just you could see he felt out of place. But now he's got a little bit more seasoning with him, and uh, he had a lot of fun with Jeff Hardy. That was that was a cool segment. I thought
0: yeah that was great it was definitely a little bit of like Tyler Breeze vibes and then like a different way but like that type of character where so I do like it but that ends up night one we're not even gonna bother with the free agent picks we can maybe do like a final thoughts at the end of the actual draft because there were more people taking but you know what they're not gonna respect them enough to put them on the show then we're not gonna respect them enough to get a full yo. breakdown so round one of Raw as expected since Charlotte went to Smackdown Becky Lynch the number one overall pick to Raw the Usos thanks to Paul Heyman going number two overall to Smackdown then Lashley staying on Raw again they should take taken the whole her business but whatever they got him anyways and then Smackdown uh, solidifying their women's division with a number two taking the boss Sasha Banks so I no last, surprises here. No,
1: no, no surprises. And again, I think they wasted a lot of picks because a lot of people stayed where they were, except you know Becky, which you know you can, you can say Roman and Becky are the needle movers of the.
0: particular. think I think the wrestling. problem is though like, you can't you can't look at it that way because they literally like you have, everyone's thrown in the draft pool, so it's like if you it, it's not really a wasted pick if they don't take Bobby Lashley then SmackDowns going to get him you know yeah. I think you just have to look at it where it's not like a true it's not like a prospect draft it is a fantasy draft where everyone's in a pool. Like if you play a Madden league yeah, and right. everyone's there, you just go through you're taking like, oh, I'm going to take Brady one, Peyton two. This is obviously like 10 years ago because yeah, those guys are old now, but sure. you get the point.
1: Yeah, no, I understand. I understand. It's just, it's just, it, I think it's hard for me because you look at you, you're conditioned to look at wrestling like sort of as a quasi sport, but then you go to the sports draft and they do it better because the presentation's different and, and, and interesting to me. And then you go to the WWE draft, which has always been kind of like behind the times anyway. So it's hard for me to look at this, but I get it. But like, there's, like you said, no surprises. I'm souring completely on Becky Lynch in general. I think I'm just annoyed with her in general. I think she's just, she's doing her job. She's annoying me, but I think she's annoying me too much to the point where she's not must see TV for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, she ruined a couple main events this week, which we'll get to later, but uh, we will move on to the rest of the draft. Round two, raw taking Seth Rollins again, not Ah, a surprise, ah, but, uh, ah. Big spot for Sethi Boyd. He can continue his as Edge as well. SmackDown gets Knock and Boo. So uh, Priest then goes to Raw. And then here was uh, one of the ones I actually I tweeted out, and I got pretty much everything right, except for this guy was one of the ones I got Ron. Sheamus going to SmackDown.
1: Love it. Love it. It was the only one that made me go up and go, oh yeah, I didn't even think of that. I didn't, and you know, it's funny. He needs that IC title to be grand slam, grand slam champion. Excuse me. He's done literally everything else in the whole world in WWE. You name it, he's done it. And I'm just so excited that hopefully he gets that because honestly, he lifted up the United States championship. And I think if he lifts up the, you know, the IC championship, which has been a paperweight champion in general, nothing against Boogs or, you know, Big E no, or any of those definitely
0: guys. Definitely. Again, it's definitely against knocking boobs. Stink. Well, I mean,
1: Apollo didn't do. I mean, he started to, and then it kind of went. He started to, and then they took him off TV. Right, you know, <laughs> and then he came back with uh, Aziz. By the way, I, I, how excited are you that Aziz and Omas are on the same fucking show?
0: Oh, we'll get there, baby. We'll oh get there. my God,
1: Guthrie is finally gonna find out how how different Aziz really is. I'm just gonna say that. Uh, but no, I mean, I'm I'm excited. I I. When I see things that makes me hurt my feelings sometimes, where it's like knocking boobs go like boobs boogs, excuse me, go higher than like a priest or a Sheamus, it's just like I get it because it's a champion, but what the fuck. Like, what the fuck are we doing?
0: It's the Pat McAfee effect. It's literally the Pat McAfee effect. They couldn't. They can't take them away from Pat McAfee because they'll be irrelevant. But that leads us into round three, Nestlemania, and AJ Styles and Omos, as you just mentioned, go to Raw. I think one of the steals of the draft going that late. SmackDown takes Shayna Baszler, a move that we both agreed made a lot of sense. Kevin Owens goes to Raw because, I mean, he's fought everyone he could on SmackDown, and he needs a change of some kind. Who knows how long he's here, whatever, but he needed a change. I'm glad they still gave him a big draft pick. But then... The ultimate reach of the draft, the most, the dumbest pick, the one that makes absolutely zero sense, Zia Lee going to SmackDown. Again, I know why they did it. I understand that. But in terms of it, it's just like you're looking at this and you're like, woof. Of all the people next that you could take, you take the person who never really was relevant until they gave her a completely new gimmick with new people, but those people aren't coming with her. She's going to be alone again. She'll probably still have the entrance, which is, will be like the coolest part. But when the bell rings, like, have you ever been impressed with a Lee match? I this is where we're going to differ. I actually like the you, pick. You you like this? I like the pick. Oh my god. I, here's
1: here's the thing. I I I this is the point in which I I def, I'm sorry to Ziali Lee right here. Uh, I'm going to say it right on this program. She's a Nestle. She's a Nestle pick. I love her. Oh. I I think it she's it makes great. a lot of sense. I mean, actually. I here's here's the other thing too. You just said the you said the exact you just talked to yourself out of how I feel. Because you've said to me on different occasions, when we've gone, we've scratched our head and gone, I don't fucking get Damian Priest, and then all of a sudden, like he get, he's, you know, he doesn't reach the mountaintop in NXT and yet Ooh,
0: becomes I one of the know. biggest I things. I don't know if this is the same thing. No,
1: no, 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 I'm not. But it's similar where like she didn't do anything in NXT really besides being part of the when thing. She but she could to, be. They
0: made her part of that group, and they didn't bring Boa in the. I don't remember what what is her You m- don't know. Name? I don't know.
1: Nobody knows.
0: I, don't, I can't remember the name, but, but the dark character that's screaming the at us
1: right now. And so is, you know, yeah. but whatever, it's just the presentation may come with in a different way. And I, there might be different things that we don't know about yet that, but I, I think they look like you said, they look at wanting to be a stronger international flavor and having a bitter, bigger footprint in the international market. She's amazing. I think in the ring, I think she's believable. More importantly, I think you watched that spin kick that's fucking believable. I think she throws a better kick than most women in the entire division. So for me, I don't think there's a high ceiling, but I think that in terms of like certain people do certain things very well, I'm excited for her. I think she's, I'm excited, and I know you're going to sit there and go, this is a waste, but this is where we differ. This no, is part no, of no,
0: our- no, not a waste. I just don't, I, it's one of those things, if they took her in like late in the draft, that's fine, but like taking her in round three, like that's a fucking power pick, especially with some of the names still on the okay, board. Okay, you're going like- to tell me that that uh, Madcap has any
1: any being whatsoever no, being a throw in. He's a throw-in
0: with Corbin. Right.
1: I'm just saying just,
0: there's other head scratchers it's a, it's too. There's other head no, scratchers. No, it's not that's not a head scratcher. That's a package deal. There's nothing head scratching about that. If they took him by himself, yeah, but it was a throw-in. They took Corbin with the third pick. You get mad cap for free. It's a value. Madcap. This for is free. just like why yeah, don't they just Corbin. take the whole thing?
1: You get a Corbin and a Matt. No, they take the friend.
0: whole thing with the,
1: the lady who sits on the ramp. Maybe, and Maybe like. maybe she can't go for certain reasons. Maybe Boa's not ready for prime time, and they were like, "Hey, I mean, he's not." Well, just like the rest she, of them. I don't them.
0: think Zaya is though either. So they they have, they have
1: nowhere for her to go. She has to. This is this is this is a force. This is a thing where it's like you can't be on NXT 2.0 because you've been on NXT one or whatever 1.0. Like yeah, but there's a lot go. of you, their
0: champion was like NXT one two.
1: Gonzalez and Champa are screwed going forward. They are. They just. They. Man. It's like move up or get about out.
0: That. Just. Get I see. Out. I would have drafted the Raquel over uh, Zaya. See, this, I, I agree with that. You know? I agree
1: with that. But you know what? Raquel ain't going to do shit right now. She is going to lose. She that will to Mandy. do more
0: shit on the main roster than Zaya ever will. We're going to move on to round four. <laughs> Tag teams start to go here. Street profits to Raw. Viking Raiders to SmackDown. Finn Balor to Raw. Ricochet, my boy, going to SmackDown. Thank God. I am excited that Ricochet is now on the wrestling show, and even more importantly, WrestleMania. He's away from the twenty four seven championship. that that, so, that spans everywhere. That spans everywhere. That could no, be no. That's just never on SmackDown. It could be no. On like once. It could be Fox doesn't like it. Fox literally said it. Th- they don't like it. Okay. They want God. Well, who told you? They have their little nerdy report Who told you that, Uncle did Dave? There's articles. You can read articles. No, I don't read Uncle Dave, bro. We quote from execs. Execs. Yeah. Okay. They're out there. Okay. There's good information out there. I only get my information from actual people's mouths, either the wrestlers' mouth or people who work for it. I'm not listening to some virgin fucking speculate. Fuck Ooh. that noise. Ooh,
1: he said virgin. That's what
0: wrestling insiders are. Come
1: on. Well, I'm sure some of them had sex once. I mean, everybody kind of does. Just saying. No when comment. You say virgin, you know, it's like Neh. no comment. I mean, maybe, maybe, pe- maybe you should change that from what your normal catchphrase is with virgins to maybe something else.
0: Just saying. No, hands don't count. Whew.
1: Okay. Anyway, uh, we're gonna move on to the next round because I don't have anything else. By the way, Balor with no explanation from falling, which I thought was gonna happen, happened. So let's move on from there. Uh, of course, the video. Round great five though. kicks
0: off with your favorite wrestler, Karrion Cross, staying on Raw. Shimmy, shimmy, yeah, and Garza headed to SmackDown. Alexa Bliss, uh, even though she's out for a bit, remains on Raw. And then here's a the big one, not so many that I liked. Cesaro to SmackDown. I thought him and Sheamus might reunite on Raw. It turns out there is an opening down the line for Daba to reunite on the blue brand.
1: So so it was a lateral move because Sheamus stayed on SmackDown, but I get it. Cesaro
0: stayed, but I thought I would just figure they would end up on the same show and they did. And that's I just great. The wrong that's show. great.
1: Again, I mean, they're Ben boys, Deba, and that's the way it is. Also, wanted to say very quickly, I think the death of Shimmy and Garza are going to happen on SmackDown. There's no, there's no way they're going to be fit into there. We are, they are a third hour act that need to be on Raw. If they're on SmackDown, they are going to get they, they are perennial jobber alerts on SmackDown.
0: They are. I think they could have either a winning good or losing. Dude, it that doesn't matter. So they're, they're no, I think they could months. have a good. I, I think SmackDown is the wrestling show where teams actually get to wrestle. Where Raw, they're in jobber alerts. Now you're getting a wrestling tag team on the wrestling show. They're going to get matches. They're going to get matches against the New Day. Yeah, but what is their potential? Come they, on. If you give them time, I bet you you could get a tag team. Okay, right well, there. here's the thing. Like so run. eventually the New Day beat the Usos and become champions. They'll need other heels to feud with. Garza and Shimmy are heels. There's a perfect feud. The New Day it would be great with them. There's a feud right there. I think this is a good move for them. Mustafa and um, Ali and Mansoor, I think, are the team that might suffer. They also went to Smack. I think they are the ones that would suffer from this more than Garza and shit.
1: There's too many people. They need more cuts. They need to get, they need to get. They start trimming fat because there's just not enough people to, to they get. They fired 10. like 60 wrestlers this I year. I know,
0: but they're, these, they're back to a good number.
1: There's too many people there that need to go make money elsewhere because right now they are just sitting.
0: there. Yeah, but sitting. here's the thing. Then people complain, there's too many people in AEW. There's too many people there. So it's like, I'm happy all these people has jobs. It's more on the company to instead of giving us the same shit every week, Rotate people around so they all matter. Then we won't have this feeling. But we're going to the final round that was on TV. Carmella going to Raw, which I think makes a lot of sense. Your boy, Rich Holland, no, not um, boy. getting called up going to SmackDown. Gable Stevenson being drafted to Raw. He will skip NXT. And then Sami Zayn, quote unquote, Mr. Relevant. It fits his character and storyline perfectly. Literally, this was the most sensical pick in the draft was to have Sami go last. So we complain about it. It's going to be good. Uh, I didn't even think of that
1: portion of uh, Sammy Zayn being, you know, Mr. Relevant. Perfect. It's great. You're right. You sold me on it. I Gabe. Gabe. Sorry. Gable. That's gonna be hard to say. Gable. Yeah. You want to say Gabe Stevenson? You want to say Gable St- Stevenson? No, it's Stevenson, isn't it?
0: Stevenson. There's no end.
1: Are you sure? Yes. Okay. I'll take I'll take your word for it. I thought it Gable was Stevenson. Gable
0: That's why it's confusing as hell.
1: All right. I mean, I, I trust you. I just, it is what it is. I guess. Is it weird? It is Stevenson. You're right. God, that's so, that is not, it doesn't come off. I I get it. He's a gold medalist. It's not Kurt fucking angle. I get it. But like, it doesn't like the name is just uh, like tonight. You're facing Gable Stevenson. What? He's going to need a good nickname. He's going to need something. He's I mean, and honestly, Gable and uh, Otis are going to be on the same show. So I'm
0: sure there's going to be a joke there somewhere. So that is, I wanted to bring up. Because I saw you tweet about it. i know. I don't think it's a joke. I would like to see him start as part of their stable Yeah. because what better way to work in a gold medalist than to work with another former Olympian who's incredible and knows the business. And then obviously, I mean, him and Otis look like they could be a tag team. So I don't think it's a bad place to start him, especially cause he's there cause he's going to have to grow into the WWE type of uh, wrestling. And I think, honestly, putting him with them, and I think the Alpha Academy is really good already. I think on, they're a team on Raw that I think could be a big benefit of that extra hour. I think we could not see a lot more propaganda stuff, and I think we could get a lot more Gable, a lot more Otis, and I think putting him with them, I think that would be a nice little statement, honestly. Just think about how he won a gold medal in August. It's yeah. F-
1: it's fucking October. Yep.
0: Like, think about that. Hot gotcha, shot, baby, yeah.
1: I mean, that is as hot as you get. I don't know. I just... I'm looking at it like, you know, get some... I mean, obviously, he's an amazing athlete. I get that. He'll pick up very quickly. I'm sure he will. But...
0: Give him some time, right? At least he's well, my work. guess is he's not really going to be on TV much to start. I'm assuming he's in the performance center. And they drafted him to Raw, and maybe we see him by Royal Rumble time. That's my guess.
1: You know what? You know what makes me think of, like, last year's draft when your boy was the guy from Raw uh, Underground, like, got picked and then never used. What was his name? Like Arroyo- oh, Davicato. No, no, not Davicato. The other guy was he like He got the,
0: picked into, oh, the other guy, Arturo Rojas. Yeah, yeah Aro- They both Aroha, got yeah. drafted. And they, they both never got used, drafted. And, never used. Never yeah. used. So maybe. Well, then, Dabakato, was drafted to Rob, but then ended up as Commander as he. Yeah, on exactly. <laughs> and just the so,
1: so maybe to me it makes me go like, he might show up every once in a while, but mm, I don't
0: know. I, yeah, I, I bet it'll be more of like like promo things now. Like, oh, I want a gold medalist coming soon, but I don't think he's going to be an on-screen character probably until next year. And you this had a draft a, and stash. Well, it's a good round six and draft stash. and stash. Yeah, here you go. Pad that bench,
1: baby. Pad that bench. <laughs> Uh, so you did you did say something that cracked me up though. You said the uh the cutaway of him and his family they couldn't get any extras like I just It was so bad. I loved there was it. three of them
0: in an empty room and he's just like, "Yeah, it's like this is horrible."
1: Oh, well, it's pandemic. Maybe he didn't want a lot of people around him. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Still. So overall, overall in the TV picks, you satisfied? Yeah, I think it was better than last year's draft. Um and obviously like we said a ways to go, but these episodes like they're not good watches, but I think the anticipation of knowing where people are going—it still is one of my favorite weeks because the draft just represents freshness, new things. You know what I mean? New feuds, new looks, new places. So I think that's the exciting part of it. But the actual TV experience, like we said, not great. But I think like now that it's there and we have it settled, I think we have a little bit to look forward to. They obviously don't take a take effect till the twenty second after Crown Jewel, which is stupid. So we're gonna have we're gonna have wild card bitches the next two weeks with people everywhere. Which I think will just make it a cluttered television experience, but I think that I still I I still enjoy they do a draft every year because I think it's just it's more of something to look forward to as opposed to good TV.
1: So we we didn't really talk about this, and we can talk about it right now very quickly. How do you feel about the fact that it's three weeks away or two weeks away or whatever it is? Like, do you think that's odd to me that it has to be? Like some people are like it should start next week, and I get it, but
0: so it's that it's uh, it's one of those things. It's a double edged sword because obviously you do this. And now we're just kind of in no man's land for a few weeks. But then like last year, the way they do it, you have this pay-per-view card set and everyone's getting split up. So it becomes obvious this way. Now I think it's just a little more of like, you know, you're finishing off things. So I don't mind it. I don't think either way it's perfect but I think, I think I do like this better than the other because at least we know when it's happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think now the one thing they created is obviously what's going to happen with the women's titles because Charlotte and Becky are holding the opposites. It doesn't seem like they're going to be doing a trade like they did last year. With I was kind of hoping for that. Uday. Honestly, I was. I mean, people hated it. It was stupid, but yeah, it but worked. That's best. But, I think, but I think now it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, Sasha's the only SmackDown woman in the SmackDown Women's match. And then you have Bianca and Ronda. Does she how much I'll get it from Charlotte or does Becky get it? Or do we just have Charlotte and Becky kind of on both shows until they lose it? I think that's more of what it might be is that I think until they lose it, I think there's just going to be a little crossover, which I don't hate because I think that's pretty realistic.
1: So here's here's something I want to throw it to you, and I think this would make me feel a little bit better and not necessarily a pick that you'd have to waste. And I get why they do it. But, like, what if we just say, like, in the draft, all champions are free agents until they lose their championship. And then they can decide where they want to go. Or the, the champion, like, for me, like, what I look at is, like, Brock Lesnar is a free agent because he's fucking Brock Lesnar and blah, blah, blah. Banks Paul. Wink with his, you know, sexy lover yeah. Jack face. And then he does whatever he's going to do. He's Brock Lesnar, whatever they needed. But, like, if you make Roman Reigns be like, I'm the champion of SmackDown, I ain't fucking losing. Well, then, of course, he's SmackDown. But then, like, here's the thing that I love about the idea of having the champions be whatever they want to be. It's like, okay, we're on that brand because we're that brand's champion. And then you don't have to do this pish posh kind of random shit. That's like, in a lot of ways convoluted, I think. But then you have a secondary kind of feeling of like, now it's like a trade deadline feel or like, or like you get to sign the people that have certain things because of it. Like that way you can individually make that person feel special. If you're going to switch the brand, like, Oh my God, Roman reigns lost. Is SmackDown going to make a heavy case for him to stay? Or is he going to be pissed and go over to Raw? Like, to me, then you can do that all over again with everybody. Everybody. I think, every time. I think the
0: only problem with that is 80% of your fan base is not going to know what the fuck's going on. So I think, honestly, what I would do is just be like, if you're a champion on a show, you're already on that show. You don't have to be drafted. You're on that show because you're the champion. You, you're you automatically on that show. That's how I would do it because then it's like, okay, well, they're staying. Maybe you throw the mid-card titles under the draft because those can switch. But I think with your main men's, your main women's, and then your tag team titles, if you're the SmackDown tag team champions, you're on SmackDown no matter what. I, that is the way I would always do it. And I think the Brock Lesnar free agent thing only really works because he's a part-timer and he's a plug-and-play guy. Whereas, like, these full-time guys, like, I think maybe if you did a, like, the storyline with Heath Slater was good. Like, you can do that every now and then. But I think, like... I think it's just too convoluted to do that with the champs and like the average fans wouldn't be able to follow it. And there's, there's obviously like some things you want to have more complex storylines. I don't think stuff like this is it. Cause I think we enjoy this type of stuff as big sports fans, but I think there are a lot of wrestling fans that are just like, fuck that shit. I just want to know who's where. Okay. Is there anything
1: else you'd like to add to the draft or any supplementals that really had perked your interest or your pants?
0: Well, here's one thing I was glad about, and I know some people were mad about it, but I was happy that Liv wasn't drafted because her being the character she is as the underdog and everything, just added to the list. So it was like that. I was just like, that works. Especially Carmela being drafted and her not. Um, there was obviously a lot of moving and shaking. They broke up some tag teams, like Ginger's boys got broken up. Tegan and Knox got our Tegan, Tegan and Knox. Tegan and Knox. Tegan and got broken like. up. Natty and Tamina got broken up. Tegan. They also got broken up, so there's like no women's tag teams, but it did leave open the door for hashtag JC's hopes come true. Tegan and Dakota and Shotzi and Ember. So never say never. But I did think that was interesting that they split up those teams because it was kind of weird. You know, like what's Shanky or Veer, whoever's not there going to do by himself?
1: Get reaper. He's not going to be used or he's just going to end up in the 24-7 race. And... <laughs> or he'll just be
0: Commander Aziz's tag team partner. Which, by the way. Oh, no. <laughs> Apollo and Aziz. The way that segment went with Reggie, I was like, oh, my God, Apollo's just going to win the 24-7 title, isn't he? Because you have everyone else fighting for it, and he just, like, says hello. He's just going to win it, like, once, and then that's going to be his thing on run. I was like, fuck me.
1: It's not what good. It wasn't a good
0: look in general. I just didn't oh, like it in
1: general. But it, was yeah. um,
0: Hopefully, it was just a way to get him on TV, but I'm just worried that that might have been some foreshadowing. You didn't bring up the big news, uh, Mason Tbar.
1: No, no no, bueno.
0: Oh, yeah, they also... I See, I forgot they were the night one breakup, but yeah, yeah. They broke them up, and it appears that we will be feasting our eyes on Raw, and I don't know what Mace is going to do, to be honest, so...
1: And also, I'd like to, like to take this moment to tell everybody, go fuck yourself. Johnny Drip Drip has become more irrelevant because The Miz went off to do the cha-cha. And, of course, as you and I have discussed, this, this is like limbo. No pun intended to the joke. Like, he is literally in limbo, and yeah. they're on the same show. There's no split-ski because he went off and did his thing, and... He can't even get TV time now, so they're probably putting this entire thing on pause, and it drives me insane. Because he was, he was like you said, you watch with a, a, not a, you watch with the filthy casuals, and they loved it, they loved the yep. drip, and now it's like Seth Rollins is there. You can't have two drip drips. You can't, you can't I mean, have a moist feud. There's well, a yeah, feud. yeah, but we, know who's, we know who's winning. We know who's winning that feud. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like America's Moist wanted versus the Drip God. It's a god, JC. It's a god. Oh, man. All right, so let's get into the regular pilot program. Let's get fucking shiny if we can. I don't... I'll be honest to God, there's not a lot that I think is uh, wrestling-related here that I enjoyed. I will say... I, know. God, okay, go for it. I was going to say, I was going to get shiny and say, because we talked about Seth, I thought the home invasion thing made me laugh. I thought it was great. I am, I'm a sucker for that every single time, uh, especially with the fur coat, and then he throws it around, and then he talks about how his kids' drawings are just awful, like horrifically bad, and just you know, the fact that Edge called, you know, the real names of FTR, and nobody gave a shit, and that's great. I thought that was a nice little Easter egg. Just all these things. And of course, I think to myself, I'm like, eh, Beth Phoenix could kick Seth Rollins' ass, and I want to see it. Not going to fucking happen. But I, like, as this feud needed something. It needed a little bit of extra extra, and uh, this is the part where it just made me go, Seth Rollins might be one of my favorite things in general in wrestling right now, because I think he's just... He can take what he's given and run to the fucking end zone every single time. Not even just get a good first down. He will get to the end zone score for you. And I think he's in a groove. He's just in a
0: groove. Nothing you can say about it. I wanted a little more. I wanted him to cause a little destruction. Like, you know, burn it down a little, not burn down a house, but like um, I just felt like okay, he like drank his OJ, ate an apple. I, I was, I wanted, I wanted just something like, I'm like, break one thing. I obviously understand in this is a real house, and I love that it. it was that. And I thought Seth did a great job. But the fact that it went on as long as it did, and all he did was like sit in a chair and eat an apple, I wanted a little bit more. But it was still a good segment, but I did. It did leave me wanting a little what bit more. What did you want him to do? You wanted to like rip something, him? rip up his fucking kids' drawings, I don't know. Do something fucking dick so I'd feel it. Cause all it did was just like, yeah, it was funny, but I don't, it didn't add any vitriol to the feud. It's just like, oh, he broke in his house and did nothing. Let me let me Set let me let, me
1: let me let me let me go down the Nestle route of how I would have booked this to, to add to make you seem a lot better here, JC. What I would have done was take a page out of 1989 Batman and have the Joker, essentially Seth Rollins, come in and just deface all of his paintings, especially the one that was hanging in his reading room with That's his what kids. What I mean, do some, that, some property like, damage. But I mean, like painting like edges like the devil and like Beth and like making the you know the face on the kids and stuff. That would have been. I think you that's the part where you go too far, and I think that's the kind of the like what you need. And I agree with you. I, I 100% agree with you on that, but I thought it was a great segment either way. I will always have a soft spot for that stuff.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a solid B. It could have been A-plus with that. Uh, but the only thing that I really liked this week that wasn't draft-related was, I mean, I love Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss. He beat KO, sent him over to Raw. I just like you know what makes me happy, Nestlemania. Happy Corbin. It's fun. It's good. I like fun. But besides that, I didn't really have a lot of fun on this show. So you can go wherever you please now.
1: Oh, I see. I see what you're doing. But no, I mean it is what it is. It's um, it's definitely interesting, you know. But I don't, I don't necessarily have a lot to say about Mad Cat because I just was like, that's his fucking name.
0: Give Corbin a sidekick. That's I. I honestly, it makes a lot of sense. I can't believe that I didn't think of it on my own because. I think having someone to play off of constantly and just be a fucking jokester and an asshole—it works for this happy gimmick they're going. With, so, okay, all right. Anything else that was very exciting? Nope. You?
1: Okay. Wow. You're just gonna go right to the, the jugular here. Uh, let's get let's get Heady then. Let's let's just get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Shall I go through the driver alerts very quickly? Yeah. All right. Not a lot on SmackDown specifically, but there wasn't a lot of wrestling on SmackDown. May I add as well? On Raw. Hold on to your hats. Here we go. Uh, job alert. Dana Brooke losing to dude Drop. I'm sorry, losing to Shayna. And then Dewdrop comes out and does her, to Shayna. That'll be an interesting feud. Yeah, sure. Let's do that. Next, directly after it, Mansoor and Ali slipped in on a banana peel less than two minutes. And, of course, Shimmy and Garza win because they're going to a different brand. Why the fuck not? Actually, both of them they are. So, are. So fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> then we move on. Is there anything else? Is there anything else? I'm sure there's something, but... It, I don't need, I'd count the 24. Was a woman's
0: tag title a job alert? It should have been. It,
1: uh, no, um, I don't believe so.
0: But I will say. So you know what pisses me off about this? I saw someone tweet this. Natty and Tamita, there's not supposed to be rematches anymore. They get a title shot after combined eight straight losses between the two of them in singles and tag. They lost eight straight matches and they're getting a title shot. Fuck off. Thank God they split them up. Well, Your girl Tamina is never going to be on TV anymore unless they just bring back the Samoan slaughterhouse. They are both on Raw. Hey,
1: you know what? I don't hate that idea. Anyway, let's move on because that's too much Tamina for you. And jobber (laughs) alert again for the hurt business and New Day because they had to strut out the strut that, you know, strut that ass out for the fucking profits to do their fucking drinking on the stage with Kofi and the whole thing, whatever. Like that, that to me was just like, fuck you. That's why the hurt business was not taken with Lashley because that's how they feel about the fucking hurt business. They're associated, they're, they're hurt business adjacent. They're adjacent. They're not even a group. And I think that's pretty much it. I'm sure there's something else that I forgot, but my notes are kind of all screwy, so I apologize for that. But there's a lot of job alerts happening here. Yeah, we get it. The gold standard, Shelty B. He's better not doing anything than being where he is in a he's job. He's a alert.
0: GOAT. He's a GOAT.
1: Um, so, okay, now we get down to brass tacks. Becky Lynch just shitting all over the matches and, and SmackDown and Raw. Just, God damn it. I can't handle it. I, it. It takes away from the fucking matches. And honestly, I said this last night in a tweet and I felt the exact same way, JC. This is how I feel. Are you telling me right now? Are you telling me that you sat there and thought Charlotte versus Bianca was going to end in a clean kind of decision? Oh, God, no.
0: The hey. only reason they're doing that is because they're on separate brands again. So the WrestleMania main event's being kicked down the curb. So like, hey, let's tease it. It was the same thing on SmackDown. Oh, Sasha and Bianca are on separate brands now. Well, here's your rematch, guys. It just But, like, hey, but I will say this much. At least there was a pinfall. There was. Sasha, and that was a good finish. The, so this is my takeaway from the two segments. Sasha stood tall on SmackDown and Raw. Which means she's probably going to have to eat shit for the next
1: three weeks. No, until which wins. means she
0: might actually win. And they're building her up because she's the only SmackDown woman in that triple threat match. Or
1: they do a shell game. They add Charlotte and say, first fall goes to Raw. Second fall oh goes to God. SmackDown. And everybody's upset. Do, 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 do. That's what it's going to be. How I mean, is,
0: Charlotte might just be in the queen of the ring and win that. Yeah,
1: so we haven't really talked about that. They announced the King of the Ring and the Queen's Crown. Yeah, we're gonna correctly. talk about it in our hope, bro. Okay, I'm just saying. It's it's awesome. Heat.
0: Don't even put that in the heat. Get out of here. Uh, fine. All right. Anything that you were upset about specifically? Yeah, Mela's mask was fucking horrible looking. <laughs> that thing was awful. Somebody, somebody tweeted out something that
1: that was like her, the that basically that covered more of her face than rest of her body, and I was like,
0: Ugh. you know,
1: yeah. And, it looked like it looked like one of those masks that you put on to like exfoliate essentially. It didn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, it was horrible. It was and, a horrible mask. Honestly, I would have preferred like a, literally like a bubble, like a, like an like an astronaut bubble because her face is so pretty it should be insured. See, that I would believe cuz Tina Turner insures her legs because that's her you know that's her whole thing. Like Tina Turner, you would think Tina Turner you would think those are the legs. So Lloyd's of London, she she insures her legs. I would want Carmela to insure her face or her, her entire head to toe because she's the most beautiful woman in the world and if she gets hurt she no longer can be the most beautiful person in the world. I'm a genius, a fucking genius.
0: I was gonna say, how long say? are you gonna let that pause I, I go? Have nothing to add. I'm nothing to add because I'm this a genius. Horrible. I'm a genius. This shit's horrible. I have nothing to add.
1: All right. Anyway, and anything else that got you very excited or upset?
0: No, I literally don't care.
1: You don't care about anything? I, I just want to say- Nothing else happened. I what say, else happened? Nothing really, really potentially nothing happened. Nothing happened. Big E and uh, the Mac and the Big D and the Big Bob and the whole thing happened. That was dog shit. Just absolute Didn't dog care. shit. I will say Waits Dolph Ziggler, can't wait for him to challenge Big E for that championship and in a random pay-per-view that nobody fucking cares about. Oh, wait. where Rumble's coming up. That'll fucking happen then. Who Ooh. gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler, Mister R- Royal Rumble, for all Dolph the Cigler wrong reasons. Ziggler was
0: the best part of that promo because he brought up history. He did. How uh, those were two of his proteges. They he worked. Did. he for did. The rest of it, I didn't care shit. And they had a match. Drew McIntyre said, "Big D, ha, oh, funny guy."
1: It's for, the, it's for all the people that love big, big fucking swords. That's what they want. Uh, yeah, I don't know.
0: Oh, we forgot about Billberg. I didn't forget about it. I just don't care.
1: I, so here's the thing: not necessarily Heady. I thought that Bill Goldberg was better than Lashley in that segment. I thought Lashley didn't I mean, do a good job. I mean, that's why he has MVP. <laughs> no, but I for, for as much as we give shit, to, so here's the thing. I, I want to give shit to Lashley. We give a lot of shit to Goldberg. We do. I thought that was Goldberg's best promo in ever. Uh, probably ever, I will say. But Lashley didn't hold up his end of the bargain. It was just like, hi, Bill. You know, hi. You know, it, was just, it doesn't fucking matter. And then, of course, the, you know, the, the fucking, you know, the hurt business is just, you know, Mo, Larry, and Curly coming out and trying to beat them up, and then of course Spear, Spear, Spear. Then they have to truck themselves out for a jobber alert later. It just, I get it, but it just it left such a bad taste in my mouth. And then of course, to me, RK Bro, to me, we're in a holding pattern. I think they've they've literally they fell into a bucket of ice for me. They're I, I, still entertaining. They're just like I don't know. This was just but so they really- were the hottest. They were literally they could they could have taken that merch train to the bank. Yeah, they still can, They still can. but I just, I feel like it. So here's, here's the thing for me for, and I, again, you inside, can't
0: be the hottest thing every single week.
1: No, I know that. And I, and I totally understand that, but you know, better than anybody, JC, because you follow wrestling and you follow sports better than anybody. It is hard to keep
0: momentum, let alone build it. Well, as baby faces, it always is. But I just think like when they're out there together with it's wrestling or backstage, they're entertaining and people care. So it's not like it's, Obviously, the longer things go, the less interesting they become. Naturally, nothing stays interesting forever. But I mean, these guys are still one of my favorite things every week. And when they're on TV, I actually pay attention. But there's a lot of things where I don't want to pay attention, like Bill Goldberg.
1: Okay, so. hey, look, I'm just—I I, want to give my tip of the cap to, to Bill Goldberg or Bill Berg or whatever you want to call him. I thought he did a good job. I thought Lashley just didn't didn't live up to the hype. That's all. I just—I think Lashley—I yeah. think Lashley soured on me on that a little bit because he's—we we, we kind of know the inevitable. He's gonna he lose. Needs, he
0: needs MVP or Leo Rush. Those have been the two well, best times of his career. That's not gonna happen. But well, yeah, he has MVP. Who's hurt? And when he'll be back, he'll be fine again. Can but I have until a then, So eh. hold on.
1: He got surgery on his ribs and his knee or whatever. He can't. He can still talk. Wheel up out in a wheelchair. I mean,
0: maybe I'm, I'm sure he will come back at some point. But maybe he needed a week. You know, you have that type He's of surgery. He's been gone for like know? six.
1: It feels. He's like. been gone
0: for like a week. It, it, yeah, but this is wrestling weeks. It's different. It's it's not a calendar. It's just he was good. on the graphic with Lashley when he got drafted. He'll be back. Okay. Plus Goldberg's probably gonna fucking win this match anyways. He's a babyface getting avenging for his son. So yeah, take away Lashley's most important piece. We have Gable Stevens. We have Chad Gable and Gabe Go, Gage
1: Goldberg. Say that five times fast. At least you don't Raw. have
0: twelve cages.
1: AEW has twelve cages, so they do. They have Adam Hangman Page. I'm not even gonna get into it. Then they've got Adam Cole. You can go six degrees of Adam Cole, baby. You can do all sorts of things.
0: We just get hopeful. I'm so sick of talking about this shit. All right, glorious it's, time. It's glorious. Glorious. They're King of the Ring. Bobby Roode or Big Bobby. So, so, so yeah, I figured hope time. Why don't we talk about the King and the Queen of the Rings? It's the starting. Uh, I believe on SmackDown. So WrestleMania. Uh, Take the floor, baby, who we want, who we want to see, what do we want to see?
1: I, I really hope because he put it out in the fucking world like every year and never gets picked. I just want Xavier Woods in this thing. I would even, if Xavier Woods can't win, at least get him to the finals. Just something interesting. Because we saw the random people that they added at the beginning of this made me feel very uneasy. It was like AJ Styles, Randy Orton, all these random people that I was just like, Drew McIntyre. Give me a fucking break. you have break. the list in front of you? I don't because I'm looking for it as we're talking. Okay. I don't, I, don't I never
0: really saw it, so
1: I don't think they've actually decided on the actual thing. Right? They can't. They I mean they're probably still deciding what the brackets are gonna look like. The the at least the Queen's crown to me has made me feel like, hey, there like there's somebody in there that I could care about. Because I, I think if you look at the people they put in there, I'd either want live. Or I'd want Naomi to win because Liv needs something. And I think that'd be kind of cool to be like, she's not the most beautiful woman in the world, but she's the queen. I can get behind that. Or Naomi being like, I need something different because I'm sitting here with Sonya Deville and nobody fucking cares about Sonya Deville. So please make me relevant somehow, some other way, especially if she's no longer cut to the bloodline. What are we going to do with her?
0: So if you're not, I think for me with the queen of the Ring, or the, what are they, are they calling it? What are they calling it? The, Whatever they're calling it. The queen's it, if it, crown. The queen's crown. If it's not going to be live and you're not going to give me that awesome baby face, like moment, just fucking give it to Charlotte. Then I don't give a fuck. I, it's for me, it's liver bust because I just think it would be so cool for her, for someone who's never won a title, but is always like grinding, like I think seeing her in a series of matches, pull some big upsets and having that moment would be really cool. Um, especially because I think in the men's, I think we're going to tease us with Xavier Woods, but I think it's going to be some sort of heel winning that, or if they just have fucking Nakamura win it, that'd be fucking lame as hell. But I just, I don't know. I feel like we're going to get another heel in the men's, but I would like my moment with live, but if not, just give me Charlotte because fuck you. But in the men's, I I also probably would like to see Xavier Woods, but I don't know. I just have a, th- I, my more hope for the men's is that like, instead of like the guys you listed, put in like the Cesaros, the ricochets, like these Like, guys that don't always get the shine wrestling. Like, my favorite thing about the last one was, you know, Chad Gable getting the run all the way to the finals against Corbin. I love seeing that. A guy like that that could just go out there and wrestle, like, put in the Sami Zayn's, you know. put Let me just see some great freaking singles wrestling matches that get me excited, you know. So, that's more of what I'm looking for in the men's. But, yeah, I just, I don't think our boy Xavier's going to win, but I do hope he's in it.
1: I mean, we could break down the the graphics when we get them, but it'll probably be too late because it'll always be the f- at least the first round will be probably done by tune in the Twitter. Oh, Twitter, that's right. Follow at JC of yeah. the JK at Nestlemania, but more importantly, follow at Jobberknocker because that's where I do my most accounting from. But uh, yes. of course, JC and others from the Jobberknocker have the ability to do it from there, but they don't because they have their own brand. I
0: don't want to dilute the voice. You tweet so many bad takes, I can't. You know, I gotta gotta separate myself from those those cold takes Yeah. So as a whole we're cold. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you're saying.
1: Just yes. saying. All right. So I uh, look, I is is the is the coronation actually at Crown Jewel? I can't. I think that's what it is, right? I
0: think so, yeah. To
1: me that feels weird because I feel like politics aside, it was like rim, women's wrestling wasn't really okay and now it is, but then it's just like certain things. So I'm curious how the Queen's crown will unfold there as well as like I guess the I don't know, I just when they have royalty in those particular places I don't know how that goes like is it
0: weird? I don't know what I have the, no idea it is it is a weird thing because I think yeah I don't I just I don't know how it's gonna play out but I, just, I do like that they're starting it this week because I think it gives us something to look forward to on the shows
1: yeah I mean honestly I, I always I always love the wrestling I mean if they let them wrestle let them let them wrestle just let them wrestle for crying out loud that's all or release the brackets soon I want to see them uh, well, they're not going to, because they're going to, well, maybe they will
0: on Thursday. Maybe. Do it today. But then Tuesday, we're obsolete. Now
1: Obsolete. Obsolete. Just well,
0: saying. hopefully the people that we speculated on will actually be in it. So. That's fine. Maybe then we'll be relevant. All right. Liam Xavier, those are the jobber knocker picks. That's yes. who we want. Give it Who's to me. Who's actually going to win? Probably Charlotte and Nakamura, because they're boring. Or Drew, because why not? Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. would be horrible. He's Shane got a, sword. It, so he's got a sword. He's Shane got a sword. He's got a sword. This would be a good pick if he didn't already win it. Yeah. But yeah, they're going to fucking give it to Drew, and he's going to come out and fucking chainmail on a sword and a crown and be like, I'm a fighting king. And I'm like, fuck you, you loser.
1: Let me tell you a little thing about King Arthur and his round fucking table. Oh, my God. That's what's going to fucking fuck happen. Me. Anyway, that's our hopes. For the love of God, listen to the good part, not the bad part. But that's it. Uh, moving on to our comeback uh, I got to give my comeback this week to something that I never thought I'd give my comeback to it was a Jeff Hardy promo specifically. But Jeff Hardy gets my comeback because he talked about getting a different side of Jeff Hardy, which made me go, "Willow, mm, I'm interested." And so for me, here's hopeful that they let him do his Willow thing. Now it's not necessarily a huge difference, but if he went and watched Impact and other things that he did, Willow was kind of cool, and he did kind of do it, you know, better in the Omega wrestling, but. I'm just so excited to see something different from Jeff Hardy because, honestly, he's become, he's like the Rolling Stones. He just, you know, hits his moves, does his wet hand dance, and then that's, you know, whatever. And he's had some good bangers, and that's good. But he needs more. He needs something. He needs, needs something because here's the other thing, too. If Jeff Hardy, as Jeff Hardy, goes against Roman Reigns, that's fine. But Willow versus Je- versus Roman Reigns is a little bit more enticing to me because I think that's that's where they're headed. It's another notch in the old belt for Mr. Ua. The tribal chief. He's gonna beat Jeff Hardy either way. Maybe they get a two for one deal, like the demon. Maybe he beats Jeff Hardy, then he goes and beats Willow. That'd be interesting for me too. Um, but I'm 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 actually very curious to see what they do with this because it's a psychotic character a little bit. And uh with the fiend gone, I got an itch. I need to scratch.
0: So I hope they do it this time because they teased Willow before the last draft, last time he was on SmackDown, and they never did it. Um so hopefully I think he might have that might have been before his arrest or something. I don't know. But Hopefully this time they follow through because I also do want to say, but my comeback, WrestleMania, we're going NXT point 2.0, and I'm talking about hashtag main event. Mandy is back, baby. She's gonna win that NXT women's champion. Hashtag GC hopes are gonna come true. Fucking Toxic Attraction. You saw the promo on Raw. They didn't even talk about what was going on the show this week. All they wanted to talk about was Toxic Attraction led by Mandy Rose. Hashtag Main Event Mandy. She's going to bring NXT to be the number one brand on the planet. She deserves my comeback. Absolute stud. Always in the comeback. Always in the hope. Always in the shine. Always in the... the, Everywhere. Everywhere. She's the GOAT.
1: She's everywhere you want to be.
0: Yeah, I would definitely where I want to be. By the way, but can yeah, we, but we just we just talk about that knee though, how they had to cut
1: away from the different angle. I love that. No, and that's what they cut in good.
0: WWE, they showed a replay and it was it looked great. It was just <sighs> the fucking the, the boom, 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 let's cue me get sixteen cuts in fourteen seconds. They do that shit all the time. It's horrible. I hate it. I wish they wouldn't cut so much. I think we all agree on that. Okay, so we gave Didn't our finish. comeback. It's the big old finish, folks. We got a lot to talk about, I guess. Because it's the yeah, let's start right there. NXT, they have a. They have a card. Um LA Knight takes on Odyssey Jones, MSK and two guys I don't know who they are. take on the Grizzled Young Veterans and Melo and Trick and then Cora Jade making her NXT debut another woman for the women's division.
1: I got to say right now JC, I don't know if you know much about Cora Jade. Jade, excuse me. I love Cora Jade. Okay. She's she's going to be a JC person, I guarantee it. I'm sure he is. Uh, I mean there's just no If I had if I had she's to, wrestled on 205 live WrestleMania. Yeah, well, I, well, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say there, but She's a JC girl. That's the way I'm going to say it.
0: And, and that's it. God, I, I'm already in. I'm already in. I don't like that she's doing with the, they're doing the girlfriend, boyfriend gimmick with her. I think that's weird, especially because that guy looks like a, a boob. But, you know,
1: I'm excited for her. That wasn't the word you were going to say, but I, I commend you on using constraint. I mean, I was going to say tool, but no, I thought constraint. that was mean because
0: I'm sure he's a good guy. So They're married, bruh. I thought they were just dating. Maybe. She's like 20. So good for her. Good for them they are already married. But.
1: I thought they were married.
0: There's too many people. Oh, I don't right. know. It's hard to keep track, honestly.
1: Yeah. But anyway, any thoughts
0: on any of the other great matches? Eight man um, tag. You know how your I feel boys about that. In it. My who? My favorite tag team's in it, and your boy. They're Are, on the same team.
1: I don't care. You it, oh. hey, hey, look at. I'm an equal oppor- opportunity hater when it comes to, to six man, eight man, whatever tag, 14,
0: 18 <laughs> man, whatever was on AW. Oh, All yeah, right. Well, a, guess what? I had a conniption. Well, we're gonna go to Dynamite because uh, they have. Another eight-man tag, the elite take on Daniel Bryan, Christian Cage, and Jurassic Express. You care about that. You definitely care about Hikaru Shida and Serena Deeb. I believe Hikaru Shida is trying to become the winningest member of the women's roster, so I'm assuming she'll win. Uh, but then we do have two bigger matches. We have your boy Bobby Fish uh, challenging for the TNT title match and against Sammy Guevara. But I will say this. If they fucking call this a forbidden door one more time, I am going to fucking punch everyone in the face on Twitter. It's not a fucking forbidden door. Like, I got fucking fired. He's a free agent. There ain't no forbidden door. Fuck off. You couldn't get
1: me out of bed for Bobby Fish. You know what I mean? You could tell me Bobby Fish is at my door. You could tell me Bobby Fish is going to hand me a trillion dollars. Bobby Fish don't do shit for me. The end. And when, so here's the thing here, here, here's what it was. You built up Miro who, in my opinion, was doing stellar work with the TNT championship. My favorite champion in a long time. Great job. Great promo. We love him. Right. And eventually he has to lose. We get it. And they give it to Sammy, which I think was a bad move in general. Cause as you and I have talked about, he was frozen. He was cryogenically frozen in AEW's roster for however long, great talent, but like out of nowhere, broke the freezer glass, Mr. Freeze style, Came out thawed, and then at six thirty, and everybody had a boner. I, for me, I went and thought, "What the hell are we doing here? You just killed." In my opinion, you just killed a little bit of credibility because Mura was eating motherfuckers, like just eating them. And then Sam, Sammy, which I and here's the thing, uh, you know, all bias aside, Sammy's not for me, but Sammy has a future. Obviously, he's a big deal.
0: Heel Sammy is amazing. Yes. Yes. Babyface Sammy, who fucking cares? He's pick him out of a lineup.
1: The problem is, here, and this is this is the problem that they have, just in AEW in general. And I think it's it's going to be not a, a downfall for the entire roster, but for the people that want to stand out. Sammy Grafaro has an amazing baby face moveset, but he's a better heel. If he learned how to wrestle as a heel, he would be a main eventer, in my opinion.
0: He's Seth Rollins adjacent. He is. He absolutely. You're absolutely he's that right. Type of guy. The babyface face moveset,
1: but he's a horrible babyface. Right. Exactly. He is. He he needs to stop doing this the sexy stuff and get down to brass tacks, because honestly, there's so much in AEW, where I've, I, I, I'm not, I mean, this is my one critique of AEW, why do I give a flying fuck in the first match, if you give me Lee Johnson, and fucking Dante, flip dibbity, bop 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 all over the goddamn place, right, doing whatever, and then like, whatever, like you, they did, they, like, why, why would I care later with the others, Why? With Sammy Gravar. Like, he didn't do enough. Jungle Boy doing his twisty turny, yada yada. Like, great. Then you get the to Sammy. He has to literally kill himself by the main event. Just for me to get a pop.
0: Yeah, no, they backed themselves in the corner with that shit. And you know that fucking eight-man tag's going to start shit off and you're going to oh. have a million spots with all those fucking guys. And it's going to kind of ruin what it should be the main event, which I'm assuming is the main event. And that is the casino ladder match, which will feature Pac, Andrade, Moxley, Archer, orange Cassidy, Matt Hardy and the Joker. So the pretty much the way I look at them, I'm like, Oh, six guys who aren't going to win. And then whoever the Joker is, which I mean, I think we all want it to be. Hey man, I have a feeling it's not going to be, it's going to be someone else. There's a lot of rumors about different people, but who do you think it's going to be? I didn't hear the rumors. Can you give me
1: the rumors? Cause now and I'm, I'm enticed,
0: well, there's buddy Murphy, there's Jay white. Ugh. Um, I know real exciting. There's uh your boy, uh, was the NXT guy? The, the big guy. Who? The big guy, NXT.
1: There's too many big guys.
0: He was a North American champion. Oh. The the Australian guy.
1: Yeah, am, I'm forgetting know his, his, know his name. I'm so
0: sorry. Yeah. No, there's him. Yeah, that's all no. over the place. But I honestly I was trying to think of someone who's already on the roster that wasn't Hayman that maybe they could bring back here, but I couldn't really like come up with anyone. Um I mean, maybe. But Brian Cage is already doing shit with Ricky Stark, so it's not him. Maybe that would mend the fence a little bit. Would CM Punk be the needle just... for you? I, I mean... feel like they'd have to promote it, though, because I feel like CM Punk... Yeah, no, they're 100%. Though. They're not using a Joker spot on him. This is a surprise. Leo, Rush. I would love it to be Hangman, but I feel like... I just don't feel like they're going to bring Hangman back. Yet. I don't think this is a spot. I want it to be him, because I want him to win the title, but... I, 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 It has to be Hangman or bust. because
1: honestly, I think there's an expectation of Hangman now.
0: I think if you well, think that's that's why I think, I think they're going to pull someone random out of another company or something.
1: I don't. But imagine just, if this is
0: the Bray Wyatt spot. He's no, the Joker.
1: You might have that. You're going to have him climb a ladder. Get the fuck out of here. And that doesn't work. That doesn't fucking work.
0: The lights could go off and he could just be holding it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then they're going to tell me they're not. The, they're going to tell me the, the alternative to the WWE. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Honestly, it's got to be Hangman. Honestly, I think the entire world expects us to be Hangman. If you give anybody but Hangman, you will upset everybody. I think that you're going to upset the hardcore AEW people if you don't give us Hangman because Hangman needs Why to Why are you making a heel? Hangman needs to win so he can beat Kenny, so Kenny can go lose to, to Brian. That's a logical choice. That's what we're hoping I for. I agree. That's what we're well, hoping agree. for because Hangman will never get another championship shot unless they redevelop it four years from now and he's like the next big thing. He's the biggest he's going to be right now. Right now, because he's gonna get lost in the shuffle. And Hangman is a guy that you and I two years ago we went. The fuck? Why the fuck did they get this guy? Tyler? Yeah, that's in. A, that's on YouTube. You go. Why the fuck is this guy? So honestly, he changes around 180 style. So for me, yeah, Hangman or Bust, baby. So that's how I feel.
0: Yeah, I feel the same way. But I just I don't know. The more the closer we get, it just feels like we're gonna get someone else. Well, hopefully, a disappointment doesn't sit
1: in, but it could. You never know. A.W. pulls out a lot of random things, so we'll see what happens. A lot of meh to me sometimes, too. On that note, anything else you like to talk about or do you want to get out of here?
0: I'm good. All right. Well, on that note. Oh, here's one for you. Oh, okay. Braun Strowman as the Joker, as a middle finger. Oh, you have all these great wrestlers. and Matt Hardy. Let's throw in
1: Braun. I love how you had to specify we have all these, all these great wrestlers and Matt Hardy. When I
0: look at that list, he just doesn't fit. It's like I'm looking at all these guys. I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Then it's just... Matt Hardy, who has had gout for the last five years. And also has Did fucking lost the orange gout? gout. He looks like he has gout the way he walks. Wow. He has a gout walk. No, that's bow legged from doing all the leg drops. Yeah, no, that's what gout is. You know, have you ever, like you see people with gout, they can barely walk. It sucks. No, that's, I from, from, that's, I never get that's gout. from that's from him jumping off the top rope with the with the leg yeah, drops. Yeah, but it, he looks like he has fucking gout.
1: If Give the man a cane. Honestly, you should have gone into doctors. Like you should have been a doctor and been like, "Hey, I'm Doctor JC." Maybe we should give you doctor. You should give your honorary doctor. I'm not doctorate. a doctor. Well, if you're right, and he has the I know, gout.
0: I've known people who have gout, and that's how they walk. That's what he looks like. He can barely fucking move because he's so much JC. pain. Doctor JC,
1: your dad is now your name. Do- you should change yeah. your handle to Doctor JC. Just saying.
0: I he actually has gout.
1: Yeah, but you're but you're gonna tell me Lance Archer has a... No, fucking Get out of here, Lance Archer. I mean,
0: he's at least he's at least like an IWGP champion right now, and shit doesn't mean shit to me. He matters, or well, Matt Hardy's lost his last fifteen matches, and he runs a worse stable than Dark Order. Which John really Moxley has no business in this match. He's going to be are you buddies. kidding me? Oh, you mean one of the most over guys they have? Go drink, they, a, go drink a beer with special Eddie. Special they've had to have special ways to not give him title matches because he's so fucking over, and he should always be in the championship picture. Yeah, it's either Pac, good comparison, Pac,
1: Andre, Andre, uh, sorry, uh, Pac. Andrade or oh, you mean Hangman. the two guys
0: that are going to be pissed in like six months because there's nothing for them? Yeah, no. If you have, if you have your fucking four pillars, this match should have Darby Allen, should have Jungle Boy, should have MJF, and it should have fucking Sammy Guevara. They're your four pillars. Yeah, but none, none of them are. None of them a tenor's match. They ain't fucking pillars because you know who's more of a pillar than those four? It's Hayman Page and MJF. Then Darby Allen, and then yeah,
1: you lost steam on that one for sure. Anyway, yeah, eh. all right. Welcome to A W. No. All right. Anything else? I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up the show because I I'm, I've had enough of you.
0: I've had more than enough of you. Even Marie's a free agent. Even Marie Brock Lesnar and Goldberg, this biggest three free There's agents. There's a trend there,
1: I'm sure that we can figure out. On that note, I think you should go uh, listen to everything that we do, especially on Twitter. Uh, but you can follow us on Facebook, if it doesn't crash, uh, Instagram if it doesn't crash, and Twitter because it's the only place it doesn't crash. Uh, all of the things, uh, all the the uh, the, the boys' uh, handles are in the description below, as well as everything else that JC normally does. But make sure that you you know like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, all that crap. I can't do your job. Do your job. You're just buddy. saying
0: the same ones over and over again. Five stars, five flames on the yeah. programs. Jobberknocker.com is the website. Cpublic.com/slash Jabberknocker. WrestleMania's just spinning you in the social media circle. Are you done? I'm done. <laughs> I I hope so. God, my voice is like dead. On that note, we thank
1: you for for listening to the Jobber Knocker. We'll be back next week with more Jobber Knockery
0: and Toxic Attraction.